0: The Outside by Susan Glaspel. This is the LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Captain of the Bar's lifesaving station, read by John Bradford, a lifesaver,
1: read by M.B.
0: Tony, a Portuguese lifesaver, read by Bart Telesio. Mrs. Patrick. Who lives in the abandoned station,
2: read by Elizabeth Clatt
0: Alimeo, who works for her,
3: read by Ariel Lipshaw,
0: narrated by David Lawrence scene a room in a house which was once a life-saving station, since ceasing to be that it has taken on no other character except that of a place where no one cares either to preserve or change. It is painted the life-saving gray, but has not the life-saving freshness. This is one end of what was the big boat room, and at the ceiling is seen a part of the framework from which the boat once swung. About two-thirds of the back wall is open, because of the big sliding door, of the type of barn door, and through this open door are seen the sand dunes, and beyond them the woods. At one point the line where woods and dunes meet stand out clearly and there are indicated the rude things vines, bushes, which form the outer uneven rim of the woods. The only things that grow in the sand. At another point a sand hill is menacing the woods. This old life-saving station is at a point where the sea curves, so through the open door the sea also is seen. The station is located on the outside shore of Cape Cod at the point, near the tip of the cape, where it makes that final curve which forms the Provincetown harbour. The dunes are hills and strange forms of sand on which, in places, grows the stiff beach grass struggle, dogged growth against odds. At right of the big sliding door is a drift of sand, and the top of buried beach grass is seen on this. There is a door left, and at right of big sliding door is a slanting wall door in this is ajar at rise of curtain and through this door bradford and tony lifesavers are seen bending over a man's body attempting to restore respiration the captain of the lifesavers comes into view outside the big open door at left he appears to have been hurrying peers in sees the men quickly goes to them
4: i'll take this now boys
1: no need for anybody to take it captain he was dead when we picked him up
4: Danny Sears was dead when we picked him up, but we brought him back. I'll go on a while. The two men, who have been bending over the body, rise,
0: stretch to relax, and come into the room. Bradford, pushing back his
4: arms and putting his hands on his chest. Work, trying to put life in the dead. Where'd you find him, Joe? In front of this house, not forty feet out. What did you bring him up here for? He speaks in an abstracted way. As if the working part
0: of his mind is on something else, and in the muffled voice of one bending over,
1: <laughs> force of a habit. I guess we brought so many of 'em back up here.
0: Looks around the room,
1: and then it was kind of unfriendly down where he was. The wind spitting the sea onto you till you'd have no way of knowing he was ashore. Lucky I was not sooner or later as I walked by from my watch. You have accommodating ways, Tony. No sooner or later, I wouldn't say it of many Portuguese. But the sea, calling it in
0: to the captain,
1: is friendly as a kitten alongside the women that live here. Allie male, they're both crazy. Had that door open. Moving his head toward the big sliding door. Sweeping out, and when we come along here she backs off and stands looking at us, Look it Lord, I wanted to get him somewhere else. So I kicked this door open with my foot.
0: Jerking his hand toward the room where the captain is seen bending over the man.
1: And got him away. If he did have any notion of coming back to life, he wouldn't have come if he'd seen her. I wouldn't.
4: You know who he is, Joe? I never saw him before. Mitchell telephoned from high head that a dory came ashore there.
1: Last night wasn't the best night for a dory. Not that I couldn't have stayed in one. Some men can stay in a dory and some can't. Going
4: to the inner door.
1: That boy's dead, Captain.
4: Then I'm not doing him any harm. Going over and shaking the frame where the boat once swung.
1: This is the first time you ever been in this place, ain't it, Tony?
4: I never was here before.
1: Well, I was here before. <laughs> and the old man.
0: Nodding toward the
1: captain. He lived here for twenty-seven years. Lord, the things that happened here. There have been dead ones carried through that door. Pointing to the outside door. Lord, the ones I've carried. I carried in Bill Collins and Lou Harvey and... huh. It's all over now. You ain't seen no wrecks. Don't ever think you have. I was here the night that Jenny Snow was out there. That was a wreck. We got the boat that stood here. Again, shaking the frame. Down that bank.
0: Goes to the door and looks out.
1: Lord, how'd we ever do it? The sand has put his place on the blink, all right. And then when it gets too godforsaken for a life-saving station, a lady takes it for a summer residence. And then spends the winter. She's a cheerful one. A woman? She makes things pretty. This is not like a place where a woman lives. On the floor there is nothing. On the wall there is nothing. Things... Trying to express
0: it with his hands. Do not hang on other things. Imitating Tony's gesture.
1: No, nope. Things do not hang on other things. In my opinion, the woman's crazy. Sitting over there on the sand. What's she looking at? There ain't nothing to see and I know the woman that works for her is crazy. Allie Mayo. She's a Provincetown girl. She was all right once, but—
0: Mrs. Patrick comes in from the hall at the right. She is a city woman, a sophisticated person who has been caught into something as unlike the old life as the dunes are unlike a meadow. At the moment she is excited and angry.
2: You have no right here. This isn't the life-saving station any more. Just because it used to be— I don't see why you should think—this is my house, and I want my house to myself.
0: Captain, putting his head through the door, one arm of the man he is working with is raised, and the hand reaches through the doorway.
4: Well, I must say, lady, I would think that any house could be a life-saving station when the sea had sent a man to it. Mrs. Patrick, who has turned away so she cannot see the hand.
2: I don't want him here. I— I must have my house to myself.
4: You'll get your house to yourself when I've made up my mind there's no more life in this man. A good many lives have been saved in this house, Mrs. Patrick, I believe that's your name. And if there's any chance of bringing one more back from the dead, the fact that you own the house ain't going to make a damn bit of difference to me.
2: I must have my house to myself.
4: Hell with such a woman. Moves the man he is working with and slams
0: the door shut, as the captain says, and if there's any chance of bringing one more back from the dead, Ali Mayo has appeared outside the wide door, which gives on to the dunes, a bleak woman who at first seems little more than a part of the sand before which she stands. But as she listens to this conflict, one suspects in her that peculiar intensity of twisted things which grow in unfavouring places.
2: I... I don't want them here... I must.
0: But suddenly she retreats, and is gone.
1: Well, I couldn't say, Ali Mayo, that you work for any too kind-hearted lady. What's the matter with the woman? Does she want folks to die? Appears to break her all up to see somebody trying to save a life. What do you work for such a fish for? A crazy fish, that's what I call the woman. I've seen her day after day, settin' over there where the dunes meet the woods, just sitting there, looking. I I believe she likes to see the sand slipping down on the woods. Pleases her to see something getting buried, I guess.
0: Allie Mayo has stepped inside the door and moved half across the room. Toward the corridor at the right, is arrested by this last. Stands a moment as if seeing through something, then slowly on and out.
1: Uh, Some coffee would taste good. (laughs) But coffee in this house? Oh no, it might make somebody feel better. Opening the door, which was slammed shut want me now Captain? no Oh, that boy's dead Captain.
4: denny sears was dead too shut that door i don't want to hear that woman's voice again ever closing the door and sitting on
0: the bench built into that corner between the big sliding door and the room where the captain is
1: they're a cheerful pair of women living in this cheerful place a place that life-savers had to turn over to the sand huh. This Patrick woman used to be all right. She and her husband was summer folks over in town. They used to picnic over here on the outside. It was Joe Dyer. He's always talking to summer folks. Told them the government was going to build the new station and sell this one by sealed bids. I heard them talking about it. They was sitting right down there on the beach eating their supper. They was going to put in a fireplace and they was going to paint it bright colors and have parties over here. Summer folk notions. Their bid won it. Who'd want it? A buried house you couldn't move. I see no bad colors. <laughs> Don't you? How astonishing! You must be colorblind. And I guess we're the first party. <laughs> I was in Bill Joseph's grocery store one day last November, when in she comes, Mrs. Patrick from New York. I've come to take the old life-saving station, says she. I'm going to sleep over there tonight ha huh. bill is used to queer ways he deals with summer folks but that got him november an empty house a buried house you might say off here on the outside shore way across the sand from man or beast he got it out of her not by what she said but by the way she looked at what he said that her husband had died and she was running off to hide herself i guess a person would feel sorry for her if she weren't so standoffish and so doggone mean but mean folks have got minds of their own. She slept here that night. Bill had men hauling things till after dark. Bed, stove, coal. And then she wanted somebody to work for her. Somebody, says she, that doesn't say an unnecessary word. Well then, Bill come to the back of the store. I said, looks to me as if Allie Mayo was the party she's looking for. Allie Mayo has got a prejudice against words. Or maybe she likes him so well she's saving of him. She's not spoken unnecessary word for twenty years. (laughs) She's got her reasons. Women whose men go to sea ain't always talkative.
0: The captain comes out. He closes door behind him and stands there beside it. He looks tired and disappointed.
4: Both look at him. Pause. Wonder who he was.
1: Young. Guess he's not been much at sea.
4: I hate to leave even the dead in this house. But we can get right back for him. A look around. The old place used to be more friendly. Moves to outer door, hesitates, hating to leave like this. Well, Joe, we brought a good many of them back here.
1: <laughs> Danny Sears is tending bar in Boston now.
4: The three men go.
0: As they are going around the drift of sand, Ali Mayo comes in, carrying a pot of coffee, sees them leaving, puts down the coffee pot, looks at the door the captain has closed, moves toward it as if drawn. Mrs. Patrick follows her in. They've gone? Mrs. Mayo nods, facing the closed door.
2: And they're leaving him?
0: Again the other woman nods. Then he's— Mrs. Mayo just stands there.
2: They have no right, just because it used to be their place. I want my house to myself.
0: Snatches her coat and scarf from a hook and starts through the big door toward the dunes. Wait. When she has said it, she sinks into that corner seat. AS IF OVERWHELMED BY WHAT SHE HAS DONE. THE OTHER WOMAN IS HELD.
3: IF I COULD SAY THAT, I can SAY MORE.
0: LOOKING AT WOMAN SHE HAS ARRESTED, BUT SPEAKING MORE TO HERSELF.
3: THAT BOY IN THERE, HIS FACE, UNCOVERED SOMETHING.
0: HER OPEN HAND ON HER CHEST, BUT SHE WAITS AS IF SHE CANNOT GO ON. WHEN SHE SPEAKS, IT IS IN LABORED WAY, SLOW, MONOTONOUS, AS IF SNOWED IN BY SILENT YEARS.
3: FOR TWENTY YEARS I DID WHAT YOU WERE DOING and I can tell you, it's not the way.
0: Her voice has fallen to a whisper. She stops, looking ahead at something remote and veiled.
3: We had been married. Two years.
0: A start, as of sudden pain, says it again, as if to make herself say it.
3: Married two years. He had a chance to go north on a whaler. Time's hard. He had to go. A year and a half it was to be. A year and a half. Two years we'd been married
0: she sits silent moving a little back and forth
3: the day he went away
0: not spoken but breathed from pain
3: the days after he was gone i heard it first last letter said farther north not another chance to write till on the way home six months another i did not hear nobody ever heard i used to talk as much as any girl in provincetown jim used to tease me about my talking but they'd come in to talk to me. They'd say, you may hear yet. They'd talk about what must have happened. And one day a woman who'd been my friend all my life said, suppose he was to walk in. I got up and drove her from my kitchen, and from that time to this I've not said a word I didn't have to say. The ice that caught Jim. Caught me. It's not the way. You're not the only woman in the world whose husband is dead. "'Dead? My husband's not dead.' "'He's not? Oh.'
0: The woman in the door is crying, suddenly picks up her coat which has fallen to the floor, and steps outside.
2: "'Wait.' "'Wait? Don't you think you've said enough? They told me you didn't say an unnecessary word.' "'I don't.' "'And you can see I should think that you've bungled into things you know nothing about.'
0: As she speaks, and crying under her breath, She pushes the sand by the door down on the half-buried grass, though not as if knowing what she is doing.
3: When you keep still for twenty years you know things you didn't know you knew. I know why you're doing that. Don't bury the only thing that will grow. Let it grow.
0: The woman outside, still crying under her breath, turns abruptly and starts toward the line where dunes and woods meet.
3: I know where you're going.
0: Mrs. Patrick turns, but not as if she wants to,
3: what you'll try to do over there,
0: pointing to the line of woods,
3: bury it, the life in you, bury it, watching the sand bury the woods, but I'll tell you something, they fight too, the woods they fight for life, the way that captain fought for life in there,
0: pointing to the closed door
3: and lose the way he lost
2: in there, they don't lose, don't lose.
3: I HAVE WALKED ON THE TOPS OF BURIED TREES. AND VINES WILL GROW OVER THE SAND THAT COVERS THE TREES AND HOLD IT. AND OTHER TREES WILL GROW OVER THE BURIED TREES. I'VE WATCHED THE SAND SLIP DOWN ON THE VINES THAT REACH OUT FARTHEST. ANOTHER VINE WILL REACH THAT SPOT. STRANGE LITTLE THINGS THAT REACH OUT FARTHEST. AND WILL BE BURIED SOONEST. AND HOLD THE SAND FOR THINGS BEHIND THEM. THEY SAVE A WOOD THAT GUARDS A TOWN i care nothing about a wood to guard a town this is the outside these dunes
2: where only beach grass grows this outer shore where men can't live the outside you who were born here and who die here have named it that
3: yes we named it that and we had reason he died here
0: reaches her hand toward the closed door
3: and many a one before him but many another reached the harbor
0: slowly raises her arm bends it to make the form of the cape touches the outside of her bent arm
3: the outside but an arm that bends to make a harbor where men are safe i'm outside the harbor on the dunes land not life dunes meet woods and woods hold dunes from a town that's shore to a harbor this is the outside sand
0: picking up some of it in her hand and letting it fall on the beach grass
2: Sand that
3: covers. Hails of sand that move and cover. Woods. Woods to hold the moving hills from Provincetown. Provincetown. Where they turn when boats can't live at sea. Did you ever see the sails come round here when the sky is dark? A line of them swift to the harbor where their children live. Go back. Back to your edge of the woods that's the edge of the dunes. The edge of life.
2: Where life trails off to dwarfed things not worth a name.
0: Suddenly sits down in the doorway.
3: Not worth a name. And meeting the outside.
0: Lifting sand and letting it drift through her hand.
3: They're what the
2: sand will let them be. They take strange shapes like shapes of blown
3: sand. Meeting the outside.
0: Moving nearer. Speaking more personally.
3: I know why you came here. To this house that had been given up. On this shore where only savers of life try to live. I know what holds you on these dunes and draws you over there. But other things are true beside the things you want to see. How do you know they are? Where have you been for twenty years? Outside. Twenty years. That's why I know how brave they are.
0: Indicating the edge of the woods. Suddenly different.
3: You'll not find peace there again. Go back and watch them fight.
0: Swiftly rising.
3: You're a cruel woman.
2: A hard, insolent woman. I knew what I was doing. What do you know about it? About me? I didn't go to the outside. I was left there. I'm only trying to get along. Everything that can hurt me I want buried. Buried deep. Spring is here. This morning I knew it. Spring. Coming through the storm. To take me. Take me to hurt me. "'That's why I couldn't bear.'
0: She looks at the closed door.
2: "'Things that made me know I feel. "'You haven't felt for so long you don't know what it means. "'But I tell you, spring is here. "'And now you take that from me?'
0: Looking now toward the edge of the woods.
2: "'The thing that made me know they would be buried in my heart. "'Those things I can't live and know I feel. "'You're more cruel than the sea.' But other things are true besides the things you want to see? Outside. Springs will come when I will not know that it is spring. What would there be for me but the outside? What was there for you? What
3: did you ever find after you lost the thing you wanted? I found, what I find now I know, the edge of life, to hold life behind me.
0: A slight gesture toward Mrs. Patrick, stepping back.
3: You call what you are life? (laughs) Bleak as those
2: ugly things that grow in the sand. UGLY. I have known life. I have known life. You're like this cape, a line of land way out to sea. Land,
3: not life. A harbor far at sea.
0: RAISES HER ARM, CURVES IT AS IF AROUND SOMETHING SHE LOVES.
3: Land that encloses and gives shelter from storm.
0: Facing the sea, as if affirming What will hold all else out.
2: Outside sea, outer shore, Dunes, land, not life.
3: Outside sea, outer shore, Dark with the wood that once was ships, Dunes, strange land, not life, Woods, town, and harbor. The line, Stunted, straggly line that meets the outside face to face and fights for what itself can never be. Lonely line, brave growing. It loses. It wins. The farthest life is buried. And life grows over buried life.
0: Lifted into that, then, as one who states a simple truth with feeling.
3: It will. And springs will come when you will want to know that it is spring.
0: The captain and Bradford appear behind the drift of sand. They have a stretcher. To get away from them, Mrs. Patrick steps farther into the room. Allie shrinks into her corner. The men come in, open the closed door, and go in the room where they left the dead man. A moment later, they are seen outside the big open door, bearing the man away. Mrs. Patrick watches them from sight.
2: Savors of life! you savours of life meeting the outside meeting
0: but she cannot say it mockingly again in saying it something of what it means has broken through rises herself lost feeling her way into the wonder of life
2: meeting the outside
0: it grows in her as curtain lowers slowly end of the outside by susan glassbell